Well, the spring season is underway here in Frederick County as we welcome you into another episode of the Final Score podcast. And on this week's show, we'll talk to Walkersville softball coach Randy Hinkleman um, in his fourth season on the job, I believe. Uh, the Lions opened the season with an 8-0 win over uh, Thomas Johnson on uh, Wednesday. Uh, they have a big game against Leganor on Thursday. The game was originally scheduled to be played Friday, but due to some rain in the forecast, they moved it up to Thursday. Uh, so uh, uh, a, a pretty uh, interesting start to the season for Walkersville. So we'll talk to Coach Hinkleman about that and just his background and, and his team. Uh, Walkersville softball uh, expectations are always high. And, and the Lions were in the state semifinals last year. And when we'll, we'll see how they plan uh, to get back there uh, this year uh, with Coach Hinkleman in just a couple of minutes. Uh, But joining me for this opening segment, as always, are my colleagues here at the FNP, John Cannon and Alexander Dacey. Uh, Guys, uh, the sample size, uh, admittedly, is uh, (laughs) pretty darn small right now. I mean, we've we've had, I think, a couple of games, uh, really, maybe one game tops for for most teams in the county. We saw some lacrosse last night. Uh, saw some baseball and softball on uh, Wednesday. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's tough to know where things stand, but what were your initial impressions of um, Oakdale and uh, Walkersville lacrosse? Um, well, Oakdale is clearly going to be very good. I mean, yeah, they lost uh, – they had a number of seniors graduate, and uh, they lost uh, last year's Offensive Player of the Year, Troy Lisney. He transferred. This is the Oakdale boys. This is the Oakdale boys, yeah. sorry. Yeah, he, he transferred to Landon, so – you know, there's there's some shoes they have to fill, but they have a new offensive coordinator uh, who who uh, was on their JV staff last year, and they they called him up, uh, and he and and he it seems you know it took him a you know maybe about a half as you would kind of expect in the first game to sort of get things rolling, but once they did, they were pretty you know pretty hard to pretty hard to deny. Um, so I think just from again very small sample, it looks like Oakdale's going to be going to be a team to team you're gonna have to watch out for on the boys lack side especially with their offense and i mean walk walkersville's not walkersville's not great they're not horrible um they're they're kind of middle of the road um they made a they actually in their uh last year upset oakdale uh in the uh, in in double overtime in the um in the regional final to get to to kind of again make a make an unexpected run at states um you know they they, they lost shortly after that but you know it was kind of an unexpected uh unexpected push for them so you know oakdale i guess gets a gets a minor amount of revenge uh, um you know and walkersville um i mean really really their their big thing is uh is their goalie will muncie uh he was you know he, he was really keeping that keeping that game a lot closer than it probably should have been for a, a lot longer than it should have been um and i remember just seeing him last year he was he stood the couple times i saw them he stood stood on his head too so you know he'll always be able to keep him keep him in games and you know they have they have enough enough talent on offense to you know kind of probably stay around middle of the pack i'd say yeah i mean boys lacrosse you got urbana obviously mm-hmm. uh, ligonor is always very good they opened with a big win over uh south carroll mm-hmm. uh which, which was a great win for them uh and, and middletown and, 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 uh, middletown uh had, had a big win uh to start the season and then, like you have the Oakdales and the Tuscaroras, the the the, the TJ TJ had a big win over uh, Brunswick. Uh, in, no, the other way around, Brunswick or, over or, TJ. Or, I mean, Brunswick over TJ and girls. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I was conflating it with the girls' result. Uh, the, the, the TJ girls had a big win over Brunswick. 
Um, so, so yeah, so uh, lacrosse. I mean, it, it, it's it's pretty darn good in the county now. I, I would say uh, certainly much better than it used to be, right, John? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, the Oakdale girls have been a state caliber program in the past. You saw their season opener against Walkersville. Just were, what were your initial impressions from 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 both teams? Um, they're coming off a 500 season. Uh, they return a. Oh, practically everybody from that team. This is Oakdale. You're this is Oakdale. About, yeah. yeah, my bad. Oakdale. Uh, they yeah they won. They beat Walkersville handily. Um, uh, I mean, if you look at girls across, it's going to be Linganore. It's going to be Middletown and Urbana, right? Yeah. They're going to be your top three. So then you're saying who's number four or five? Usually it's like Frederick or Tuscarora slotting in there. Could Oakdale be in that mix? Maybe. I guess we'll find out more tonight, tomorrow night, because I think you're going to see Tuscarora and, and Frederick. And Frederick, girls. right? Yeah, Frederick. Um, uh, Frederick, I think is 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 a solid team. They opened with Middletown, of course, so mm-hmm. so it's tough to gauge. Tuscarora beat uh, the Tuscarora girls beat Boonesboro, I believe, in their uh, opener, eight to two. So that's 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 that, that's a nice, comfortable win for them to start the mm-hmm. season. So yeah, so, so I I think it'll be a very competitive game, and and, and we'll see what happens. So Oakdale was young. I mean, and, uh, Allison Finley was their top gun last year, and she's back, and she's only a junior. They have a bunch of people back who uh, were you know, were super sophomores last year, if you want to call them that. And or excuse me, no, she was a freshman last year. She's only a sophomore. My bad. And um, so they were really young, and they had a lot of good young players, and they're still young. Um, I, I think they're a team in a couple years. You know, they could you know, maybe even next year. Uh, they, 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 not to write them off this year, but in the future, they could they have a bright future. Say that. Right. Uh, I, I, I want to talk to Alexander about a story he's working on in a minute. But, um, but you saw Walkersville softball mm-hmm. before we talked to Randy here. Mm-hmm. You saw Walkersville mm-hmm. softball open the season with TJ. Walkersville's, they're always good. Mm-hmm. And, and I imagine, and it, yeah. I think most of the team is intact from their state semifinal sure. team last year. So they're going to be pretty good again, right? Yeah. They were really interesting last year because, again, they were super young. And you're, I, when I looked at them, I'm like, uh, what I just said about Oaktail Girls Lacrosse, I was saying that about Walkersville softball about a year ago. I'm like, you know what? couple years from now they're going to be a good team but they didn't wait that long they ended up like just really winning 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 gutting out all these close games and they made the state semis and they're all back yeah they're they're going to be a force this year they're as long as they stay healthy um they they're they, they, 2a they're going to be a tough team and we're recording this before they play Leganor, but, mm-hmm. but that, that's going to be really a benchmark game <laughs> about right. pretty darn early in the season. Has Leganor even mm-hmm. played a game yet, or are they, are they opening with Walkersville? Do we know? No, Leganor, who did they, they, they play? They beat South, South Carroll 4-1. Okay, one. okay. okay. Yeah. So, it's not, so it's not their season no, opener. Right. But, but but still, like, second game in the season, mm-hmm. uh, you, you, you got to be ready to go because you're, you're, you're facing one of the top teams in the area. And so. now Leganor did lose some big big horses. They got some back, too. So, I mean, they're kind of – Walkersville's got more of their team intact back from last year. But uh, yeah. I think – I think it'll uh, be a good game. I'm and Urbana, Urbana's going to be good baseball, softball. Mm-hmm. They, they had a tough open, o- opening with, mm-hmm. with Sherwood, uh, but both teams lost. Uh, uh, the Urbana baseball team, surprisingly to me, as good as Sherwood is, got sort of crushed in that game. Yeah. It, was, it was a five-run rule um, that, that got enacted in that game. And then the Urbana girls, um, uh, I think, lost 9-5 to five or, or <clears throat> something along those lines to Sherwood. So, so no shame in losing to Sherwood, and, and, uh, and I'm sure they'll – uh, rebound quickly and, and, and be at the top of the pack. Uh, but Alexander, we now live in an age where gaming is now considered by many to be a sport. Yes. 
Um, I am and, one of those people. <laughs> you, you, you think I do you, consider it a sport? You yes. do. Well, go go ahead. Explain your rationale. No, I, 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 mean, I don't want to start a big argument. No, here. no. What, I what, I just uh, <laughs> I didn't even mean to cut. I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, no, I don't no, want no, to no. make a quip. But yeah. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, it's you know, it's especially with like with um, esports and just just video games in general. Like, there's there's such like a team aspect to it, and yeah. I mean, and especially because it can be super intensive and. You know, there's there's a lot of you know, especially men, you know, mentally, you gotta like, um, a well, a you you gotta manage your life around it first of all if you're trying to do it competitively, but also, you know, you've gotta like, there's tactics, there's strategy, you have you have to work with other people, and I mean, you know, and like, and you know, it can be intense, you know, just getting into it, and you know, I mean, also. Yeah, you're sitting in front of a computer for hours, but like, uh, yeah, I was, I was gonna know. say, like, how is how much athleticism is involved in in gaming? Um, you have to have very. Uh, I'm trying to. You have to have very good finger dexterity. Like, how come how come there was never college pinball or anything? You know, <laughs> I mean, I mean I, yeah, like Nintendo, Super Mario Brothers, or something. I, again, I'm yeah. not, I'm not I'm not knocking this. I'm not I'm not even no, arguing. Either. It's not just, a, uh, it's not a sport, but, yeah. but I mean, I'm just saying, like, when I was growing up as a kid, we would have never have imagined sold out arenas of people watching other people play video games. Right. So, but but you were up at Mount St. Mary's mm-hmm. this week. They they have a very good uh, uh esports team, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I'm just working on a little still just a little mini feature about them. They uh one of their teams which competes in the in a game called Overwatch uh just won the the Mac uh the Mac uh championship a couple weeks ago. Um and the Mac has a very it's a pretty robust. Uh, and the MAC is the Metro Athletic, Atlantic Athletic Conference. And the Mount is a first-year member in this conference. Yes, right. um, yeah, and the, the MAC has a pretty robust uh, esports um, scene. Like almost almost every team in the the MAC has a has has a dedicated. It stems from program. the president, you said, right? Yeah. So it's so it's not it's not it's a lot of these teams I think or a lot of these schools that had you know programs for for at least a few years. I know the, the Mount started there is about three years ago, so they're 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 fairly new, but. Um, they're, uh, the, the, the max, uh, commissioner, uh, was, was very into esports, and, um, and when, when, uh, it was kind of, it was, it was one of the things he wanted to see when they were touring, um, when they were touring the campus last year to, you know, you know, to, to try to interview, basically when the Mac was interviewing or sorry, the Mount was interviewing to get to the Mac, um, they were touring the campus and he wanted to see their facilities. And so out of a uh, personal hall, which is was a little bit up on the campus, uh, they sort of t- turned when you walk in, you sort of turn this like floor into this like gaming floor. And it's like several rows of just like, you know, gaming PCs and chairs and, you know, and it's basically this big lounge where students can come and just, just game. And it's pretty, I mean, it's pretty cool. And every, you know, and, and when I, when I got there earlier, um, you know, they were, they were in the middle of, uh, uh, one of their teams in the middle of practicing, so it was like everybody was just kind of ticking away, and it was kind of wild because like I walk in, like every like nobody even sees that I walk in. It's just they're all you know hardcore concentrated, but yeah. So now, um, now a question because I'm not I'm not familiar with this yes. genre as much, uh, being being an old being an older guy, but um, uh, like how does a game qualify to be a gaming game? Do you understand what I mean? Like 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 it, can you can you just just pick any video game and it's considered gaming or, or are there certain games that have to meet a certain threshold? So theoretically, yes. Any, any game you can make anything into like competitive gaming, esports, whatever. I mean, the, the, again, the one I'm more familiar with, cause this is, these are just the types of games I would play, you know, I play growing up and even still play now is like sports games. Right. right. And like, like you, Matt, Madden like Madden or, or yeah. you know, MLB or uh, MLB the show or, 
NHL or whatever. NBA um, 2K, right? Right, yeah. yeah. NBA 2K is by far, the I'd say, probably the most popular of the, like, sports gaming kind right. of even, stuff. Even more, um, than Ma- even more than Madden? Yeah, because partially because well, I think the main... Ma- Madden ha- Madden has it, you know, Madden's big and has a lot of people, but the, the main criticism of Madden is that it's not really evolved in the last, like, decade so yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of just a co- they, copy paste. They, of the they, same they, game they've year. just sharpened the graphics and stuff, and, and, and the players are and different. the rosters. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. so so okay. go ahead. Joe. Yeah, and, uh, no, I was curious about the computers yeah. they use mm-hmm. because I remember with Hood they used like, certain types yeah. of computers. Is that still so? The- yeah, so they have the like I don't know the the specs or anything, but they have like you know specific gaming PCs that can run basically very high. You know, very like like games that might take up a lot of a lot of memory mm-hmm. um, or a lot of. Uh, a lot of space on the hard drive and they can run them really fast and also prevent your computer, you know, like, like, cause well, again, I, like, I don't have like, like, you know, I play some games on the computer myself, but like, I just have my laptop. I don't have like it, like this, like gaming PC. So like mm-hmm. half the time when I play, it sounds like my computer's about to shoot into outer space. And mm-hmm. like, that's, you know, the, these things, these things, that's not going to be an issue. Like they, they'll run super smoothly. Can you call a timeout if like your computer malfunctions? <laughs> you know, like, uh... I'm sure you can. I don't know the specific rules <laughs> there. How come, is it for the two people competing against mm-hmm. each other to even be in the same room or is this so, is this some big online thing so so during the regular season uh they would play so so for overwatch specifically there this this uh this overwatch 2 which is the game which is the version of the game that came out last year it's a 5v5 and during the like regular season it was all like like wireless so like the the five like the five members of the team like you know they would be together but they'd like the for instance, they were telling me, you know, they're the second place team in the Mac was Marist and who was like their main competition. So like when they play Marist, for instance, like like Marist five are in a room like at at the school and then the Mounts five is in a room at the school and then they're just playing over the Internet. But when they got to the Mac, the Mac tournament, it was their first um, their first time actually ever competing in like a the same room in the same room as as the other schools and meeting some of these other kids yeah um, I, I think like most kids so. like even in the neighborhood like neighborhood kids they're they're often at their own houses but gaming with their friend their neighbors but but mm-hmm. but no one's in the same room because all this could be done over the over the internet right and, and online obviously so uh, but being as interested in this as you yeah. are would you actually go and watch someone game uh it depends on like the type because again like the, the I think the most common or at least the from my, again from my admittedly rudimentary perspective uh the most common type of game game that's like played or at least it feels like is enjoyed is like the first person shooter type which is just not my type of game at all um but if it's if it's like a sports game I, I totally would um you know it's again because I, I mean you can I mean you know part of you know part of it i i you know when it's these big things you know part of it's the person you know the personality right like the people who are people who are playing because you're probably hearing them like like chatter and that's right that's all you know, it, you know that's is, always is, is there like smack talk going on during this stuff um or? i'm sure i'm sure there is to an extent you know, to an extent i don't know i again i don't believe like the teams can hear each other i it, when when they're competing like they can you know they're talking amongst them you know amongst their own team but like, like for instance, like again, Mountain and Marist because they were in the final. Like, I don't think they're talking to each other 
during the competition. And, it's and, like and who determines who? I'm like uh, sports games are easy because yeah. there's, ob- there's an obvious winner and loser. Like who determines who wins in these games where there's not such an obvious yeah, winner so, or loser? So so for Overwatch, basically there's um again it's a first it's a first person shooter and there's uh, they they played on different I guess the, there's different maps in the game you you can play on and it's I guess I guess it's like a like a, I don't again I don't know if it's like a last man standing type thing or what because you know, I, I don't I don't play the game but uh basically if you if you win uh, for for what they did was if you win I think it was be- it was a best of five so if you win like three out of five of the different maps that they play then um then then you then you win the win the the match or whatever so um and and that's I mean that's what that's what this 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 uh, mount team did because they they didn't lose a um they didn't lose a lose a single match all year, and they're going now. They're going to the national tournament in uh, Texas and, in a couple and, months. And when is that? That's in uh, early May. It's a week and, long, and they'll they'll be there. Yeah, yeah. It's a week long week long uh, national tournament in um at a, at a specific like 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 esports arena in Texas. Um, uh, and these arenas are, are are packed. Yeah, and I mean, so this this one is is like esports specific. I think it's. I think it's in Arlington, which is like in the Dallas Dallas area. Um, but uh, this so this one's esports specific, and I'm sure it's going to sell out because a lot of these competitions do. But like I know because again, I yeah, you know, I was I was talking with you guys about this. A couple of my friends just growing up, uh, you know, through high school and stuff, they were kind of casual gamers and they were very into this stuff. And you know, they would sort of tell me and show me just like yeah, they'd you know there was one or was one one I remember one thing they showed me where it was like. Whatever whatever competition it was it, or game it was, they sold out Madison Square Garden. It was this like huge tournament, and it's like if you're selling out Madison Square Garden for this, like that's that's legit. Um, and, and again, you so, touched on this a little bit, and yeah. again, I'm not passing judgment mm-hmm. or putting it down or anything. Yeah. But what what's the appeal in watching it? So again, part of it I think is personality. Part of it is like you know if you're into into the game itself, like the specific game that they're playing. You know, some of it is just you, you know, seeing what people at such a high level can do, and yeah, pick, you, you, know, you, you want know, you want to see how they yeah, do it. And, and, yeah, yeah, how they do it, and you can pick, maybe pick up strategy. Like I know, just again, I don't, you know, this is not the not the types of games I play, but like I know just from you know having watched people play, you know, you know, videos of people playing games that I like to play. Like I pick up strategy, and you know, you you just pick you just pick up things from watching it. So I think that's part of it, and again, part of it is you know, I think the other big part is again the personality, just because people, you know, you know, people can be very. It's fun to hear people just sort of banter about banter about video games and whatever's going on. So, 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 if, I, so if I wanted to go to watch the Mount mm-hmm. in this national channel, like how much am I paying for like tickets and stuff like? <laughs> oh that? well, that I don't know. Um, I'm guessing it probably is going to be live streamed because all these that that's kind of how it is. Like all these things are live streamed. So I'm I'm guessing there would you know you wouldn't have to pay to watch the stream now. If if you're going to this thing, you're probably you're you're probably Probably not dropping like a, like a crazy amount on it, but um, it's probably a decent. Yeah, like if I want to go to Madison ticket. Square Garden to watch some championship or yeah. whatever. I mean, again, it can't be the most expensive sport in the right. world to attend, but it's, it's probably more expensive than one would think. So, right. Yeah. 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 So, all right, guys, thank you. Uh, we'll be back. We'll have a little more to talk about next week because we'll we'll have some more games uh, under all all of our belts. But uh, when we come back, we'll talk to uh, Randy Hinkleman, Walkersville softball coach. Uh, off to a good start this season, and uh, Lions have big expectations once again. So stay with us here on the final score.
Well, my guest this week begins the season on the disabled list. Uh, <laughs> Walkersville uh, softball coach uh, Randy Hinkleman is here. Welcome, sir. Thank you, coach. Thanks, Greg. Uh, you, you come in on a little scooter here, and you're wearing a boot on, I believe it's your right foot there, uh, or, or, your, or your left. Uh, what, what happened? <laughs> Well, unfortunately, the heart thinks I'm a little bit younger than what the body actually is. And hey, don't you hate it when that happens? Yeah, trying to uh, show the girls what to do in the outfield on the second day of tryouts, and it didn't really go my way, so here we are. <laughs> is it so you had a big fall in front of the team? or um... No, I was trying to die for a ball and planted that foot, and it kind of landed wrong and broke the fifth metatarsal. And... And did, did you, so you knew it was bad uh, right away? As soon as it happened, I knew something was wrong. Uh finished practice and then went to the doctor's next okay, morning. Okay, so, so you got yourself to the you, – there was no ambulance called or anything like that. <laughs> <No>. So <laughs> Sa- Saved a little bit of face there. <laughs> you, you, you weren't getting carted off uh, uh, on, on the first practice. So, uh, But you also come in a winner today because you guys won your first game over Thomas Johnson, 8 uh, nothing. Um, h- how did that go? Uh, that's, a good, that's a good monkey to get off our back. They've had our number for the last couple years. Yeah, well, well, why is that? I mean, they've had good teams, obviously. Yeah, they've so. had had really good teams. They've lo- they lost a bunch last year. Uh, we were very fortunate in only losing two players from last year's roster, uh, and had some, you know, other players come in and step in and fill the hole and uh, had put a good game together together. Today. Yeah, uh, who who are your key players uh, this this season? Uh, well, we're returning our uh, our pitcher and catcher, our battery from last year, Caroline Hinkleman and uh, Madison Lapianca, and we have. Uh, Haley Putnam will be back at third base. Uh, Anna Swan in center field. Ella Montgomery at short. Carson Barrick at second. And our uh, our only senior this year is Alexis Offit, and she'll be in right field. Okay, so it's a largely intact uh, team from the team that was in the state uh, semifinals last year, correct? Yeah, we only lost one senior from last year's team. Uh, Amelia Rakestraw and Lindsey Worley stepped into that position for us. Uh, she's a sophomore and was with us last year, uh, so I look for uh, exciting things out of her this year. Yeah, I mean, well, what's it like to have most of a group that that went really far last year back? I mean, to have that experience under your belts now. Uh, I guess my outlook as a coach is it's kind of a catch twenty two. It's nice to have that core group together that we can build upon, but it's also I don't want them to become complacent and expect things. Uh, they've done a good job of that and accepting that challenge and continuing to work over the last several weeks uh, since our team uh, has been formed. So uh, I'm really proud of them, and I, I look forward to what they uh, what they can accomplish this year. But, but but still, things aren't new. I mean, these these games and experiences aren't new. I mean, you guys played on a pretty big stage last year. Oh no, absolutely. I like I said, I just I want to make sure that they continue uh, to work and don't expect uh, right. expect the outcomes to come. You know that. Last year, the the wins that we had, we we were very fortunate in some games. Uh, we won a tough one nothing game against Boonesboro. Uh, had a great come from behind against Ligonor last year. Uh, stole three from Middletown. You know, so beating a team three times in one year is tough for anybody. So yeah, you guys are in a tough region too, for sure. So, yeah, uh, is it challenging coaching your daughter? <laughs> it is. I have coached her since she was seven uh, at travel ball. So. Our relationship has changed over the years. Uh, I'm, I've calmed down a little bit, and she she knows that it's tough being my daughter. Uh, I'm 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 tougher on her than anybody else. Is, is that a compensation thing? Like you have to show you have to be you're, you're tough on her too, or is that just the way you naturally are? <laughs> uh, 
I think it's a little bit of both. I expect a lot out of her. Yeah. Uh, but I also want to make sure that nobody has any preconceived notions that there's any special treatment. Right. You know what so, I mean? She, she right. works for anything that she gets. Right. Um, how long have you been invo- involved with the Walkersville softball program? This now? is my fourth year with Walkersville. I was at TJ for three years before that with uh, Paul. Okay. Uh, w- w- with Paul. So yes, sir. So, so, so this was like a sibling uh, rivalry uh, uh, today, more or less. Paul was actually my uh, assistant coach years ago uh, with the Heartbreakers organization at 10U. And uh, so there were three of his girls that were on that team today, and Caroline and Madison and Paul and I were all together as, at 10 years old. Uh, back in 14 or 15, whatever it was. So this is kind of our last hurrah, you know what I mean, with all those girls getting a chance to play together that started together. Yeah, well, let me ask you this then. How long have you been on the Frederick County softball scene? Uh, I'd say probably thir- 2013, 2014, right around in there. I started with the Heartbreakers back right, then. Right right when your daughter uh, joined the team, I imagine. And yep. what made you want to coach? I mean, there's parenting. You could just go show up at all the games and watch and cheer your daughter and the team on. But, but what made you want to get involved to be a coach? My dad was a coach growing up. He coached football and basketball. Uh, so I think that's kind of in me. Uh, then having girls, I didn't really have any – aspirations of coaching but I actually did coach uh the James Madison University when I, that's where I went to college uh I coached their club softball team before they had a D1 program there how, how was that that must have been a fun job it was absolutely a blast the girls were great I, I met my wife my wife played first base for me there so that's how we met uh and did you know each other before you started coaching or like you wanted to coach the team because your girlfriend's uh slash wife was on the team or you just uh, met her after you started coaching no uh my roommates and I just happened to go to a club night uh early on in the school year our freshman year and uh he knew one of the girls that was there from one of his classes and we stopped to talk to them and they said hey you want to coach and we said coach what softball and my uh high school basketball coach was also the softball coach and he used to make us go to the game so I've kind of followed softball from afar for a while and took that over for two years while we were down there and were you a good club softball coach at JMU? Uh, I'm a lot better now. I we did have <laughs> we we had a 19 and record one or a 19 and one record while I was there okay. in the two seasons. Wow. Our only loss was to Navy. Well, well, well I, I got to ask what happened in the one loss. That was my fault. I pitched the wrong pitcher. <laughs> uh, but uh, that 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 was the girls doing that. It, that you could have put a monkey and they could they would have played. So I, I'm a, I think I've, I've I've aged as a coach a, a lot since then for sure. So is that the coaching bug bit you that but bit you there and and, and uh, you have daughters obviously so that's a natural tie in uh, to to being involved in their uh, athletic careers. But but you wanted to keep coaching. Oh for sure and you know I think most girls start out with dance and ballet and all that cheerleading and stuff and uh, I'm glad that that didn't stick and. They switched over. Both of my daughters play softball, and uh, I'm glad that's the the route they chose. Uh, how, how, old are, how old are your daughters? Caroline's a junior this year, and uh, my youngest, Caitlin, is in eighth grade, and she'll be up with us next year. Okay, so so, so you still have uh, several more years of this uh, high school softball I, I'm, coaching I'm th- in you. I'm there for the foreseeable future as long as they'll have me. Right. Uh, are, are you from Frederick County, Randy? Or? I actually grew up in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. You did? Yes. Okay. Did, did you grow up going to the Little League World Series? Uh, yes, since seventh grade, working over there, selling soft pretzels, and yes, yeah, spent a lot of times in South Williamsport. Uh, was that a fun job? I mean, it sounds like you've had a lot of cool jobs here. Oh, it was, it was, it was, it's a great, 
atmosphere. I don't know if you've ever been up there, but anybody that's in the area should get down there for I, a I, game. I've been to Scranton before. I think I've been through Williamsport, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you can get there for a game, it's a great atmosphere, and it's a lot different now than it was, obviously, back then. But, uh, you know, the kids are great. You know, you can go and eat. It's it's not outrageous to eat, you know what I mean? They they take care of the, the spectators, and it's all run by volunteers, so it's a – it's if you can get there, it's it's you're doing yourself an injustice if you don't get a chance to go up and see they, at least they, a game. They, they played some big league games up there uh, recently too. How, did you, did you make it up for a couple of the big league games? Well, or, they uh, they play them actually at the Williamsport. Uh, I think it's the Barnstormers uh, minor league team. Right. Yeah. And they do it while that while the Little League World Series is going on, and only the the players go to that game. So I have not been to that because, like I said, it's only for the players. But. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a good thing that they're doing there. You know, getting the the major league guys, you know, and intermingling them with the the young kids. How, how does the TV experience watching it on TV compare with being there in person? It it doesn't do it justice. It it really doesn't. It's phenomenal. Uh, the setting, Lomity Stadium's amazing. It's got a natural amphitheater seating. Uh, if you go during early in the week, the kids are sliding down the hill and adults are sliding down the hill on cardboard, and uh, they've done that since my dad tells stories of doing that when he was young. So. Uh, and then obviously as the games get bigger and you know that that kind of shuts down but it's it's phenomenal if you get there for a night game it's there's nothing like it right now what, what, what's your sports background you you played baseball I imagine growing up or, or no I actually I, I played little league for a year or two and uh, got out of that and basketball was kind of my sport uh, and then when I was in high school I actually switched over and started shooting competitive archery you did and I, I went to JMU uh, on a scholarship to shoot archery for four years no that, kidding wow I was a four-year all-american down at JMU uh, I was on the US national team uh, twice and actually set three world records so but wow yeah, that, uh, well, <laughs> well, my, I, I did not do I did not do a proper uh, research uh, there I mean how, how'd you become such a good archer uh, it's just discipline. It's it's you know, uh, growing up being part of a team sport uh, where you rely on everybody and they rely on you, and then you switch over something where it's completely individual. That was that was a, a good challenge for me. I was able to dedicate the time, and it's just you know, it's it's repetition. Yeah, and how much of an opportunity did you have to go shoot? Play? I, I can't imagine there's tons of places around where you could just go shoot. Bows and arrow, right? Uh, oh, the, you'd be surprised. Tuscarora Archers here in Frederick, Maryland, is is, a, is my home club. That's where we shoot uh, locally. Uh, but there's probably there's a lot less now than there was back in the day. But uh, there's probably ten or twelve clubs in the state of Maryland uh, that shoot on a regular basis, indoors, outdoors, three uh, D, and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, before before the girls grew up, I was traveling every weekend, you know, all over the country shooting. You you were. Uh, it's sort of a dangerous sport if you don't know what you're doing, right? Uh, I mean, I think anything is dangerous, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, it it can be, I guess you would okay. say that. Okay. Well, that was my setup question because was your mom uh, was she worried about you uh, 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 shooting uh, bows and arrow? I actually, uh, my mom passed away when I was 15, and I actually didn't get my first bow until after she passed away, and that was kind of something my dad and I did together uh, that started. Uh, you know, we kind of became much greater friends because of that. Uh, that was kind of our. That was what, what we did. Well, why why archery? Just why did why did you guys gravitate toward that? Do you think? Uh, I think if uh, if you grew up in Pennsylvania, you don't deer hunt. You're kind of an outcast. Okay. So yeah. I, I hunted for for as long back as I can remember. Not with a gun, with 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 a bow. Well, no, with yeah. with a gun too. Oh, okay. But then archery season 
is a lot longer, so it gives you a lot more opportunity to be out in the woods. Okay. So that's where I started was just to hunt. I, I imagine it's more challenging to to hunt with a with a bow. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it, they have to be a lot closer. You know, there's right. a lot more movement involved with drawing a bow and shooting a bow than it is to just you know to shoot a gun. So, uh, yeah, it's it it's there's it you really can't compare the two it's kind of like baseball and softball they're similar but they're not right were, were you a natural right away like the first time you went with your dad were, were, were you were you uh really uh uh performing at a high level i i picked it up pretty quick but it's uh so i i was able to compete at, at, a, at a pretty good level but then putting yourself in that position to be around better people and you know, it's not just shooting, it's setting up the bow and tuning the bow and the arrows and getting everything to work together. So there's a lot of that behind the scenes, kind of like a pit crew for a NASCAR kind of thing that goes together. And I think that I kind of became a natural at that as well. And that helped me uh, over the years as well. Did you love it right away? I mean, uh, was, was this like, this is my sport? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I stopped playing basketball uh, and football because to, to shoot a bow. You did? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did you realize you were like a, a world-class uh, archer? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. When I was in high school, I won a couple state, you know, Pennsylvania state championships and then had the opportunity to go to JMU and shoot. And, uh, and, and did somebody, did your coach or instructor pull you aside and say, Hey, uh, you, you really have a chance, uh, to, to, to go far in this sport and, and have some real potential. Yeah. I mean, when, when you're at the competitions, you're obviously meeting the people that you're shooting against and <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so you, you have, you have that that knowledge of, you know, Hey, I can, I can hang with them or I can beat them or what have you. Uh, so yeah, I mean, once the opportunity presented itself, we just kind of jumped on it and ran with it. You, you, you did. And what was it like competing on, on the international level for you? Uh, there's nothing like I get goosebumps now. There's nothing like standing on a podium and having the national anthem played because of something you did. It's, it's, I, I can't imagine being in the Olympics and what those guys get to go through, but it's, it's unreal. Did you ever compete? Have a chance to compete in the Olympics, or um... so there was talk at times. So the the Olympics has recurve bows only, whereas I shot a compound bow. Okay, compounds it, it, are it, it, it's a huge difference. Or, night, yeah. night, night and day. Yeah, there are very there are a handful, but very few people that have been able to go from one to the other and be successful. Uh, there was talk at one point in uh, you know moving out to the Olympic Training Center in Chula Vista to give that a run, and then obviously the wife and you know yeah life family obligations life comes into play and you know reality hits real quick so right i Um, wouldn't change anything for the world right so 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 you met your wife uh at at jmu uh coaching coaching her uh and then did you guys get married right away or um we uh i met her at the first practice uh that we had at, at jmu and uh i guess i don't know i kind of played hard to get for a little bit and then she she played hard to get for a little bit and it it was more of along the lines of, Dad, I like this girl. She likes me, but she's my player. You know what I mean? So it's like, do you cross that line? And did you know you were a world-class archer? <laughs> she she did. That, she that, did. That, that, might have won, that might have helped win her over. Surprisingly or not, that, that really, that's really not what the girls <laughs> she, are looking she, for. She, she wasn't impressed by that? <laughs> ch- ch- chicks don't dig the, bu- the, the bow and arrow? It, as much fun as it is to shoot, watching archery is, is dreadful. So, But she, she did travel around to uh, some of the national shoots with us and, uh, and watch that. I, I, imagine she, I imagine she became more impressed impressed is is she got to watch you and and learn a little bit more about what you were doing it's yeah i mean i i thank her for coming like i said she was she flew up to michigan state with us we shot up at east lansing uh i guess it was my junior year she flew up for that uh like i said i'm not a big fan of watching archery it's kind of dreadful but 
Uh, Don't you have to watch to become good at it, though? No, you just have to kind of immerse yourself in it, I okay, guess, would kind right. of be the way I'd put it. Right. But how did you, like, immerse yourself in it? Would you just – it was just practice and instruction? Uh, you wouldn't watch other um, archers to see how they did what they did? No, you're – like I said, you're always – competing with somebody and it's 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 a much it's very individualized and it's kind of like golf uh i wish archery was able to go mainstream like golf is uh but it's so individualized as far as how you set up your equipment and and the cost to get in is you know and the opportunities obviously uh but you're always you don't have to have the perfect form as long as you can do it over and over and over again and that's kind of the key to everything and from back when I was shooting, you know, in 2008, 2009, to now, the game has changed so much. It's it's almost to where you have to be perfect to even compete. So it's it's archers come a long way with the technology and the time that people were able to put into it. Right. Well, well, did you have siblings growing up, or um, uh, were you were you an only child? Or? I was I was an only child and uh, spoiled rotten. Spoiled rotten. Well, that, there's nothing wrong with that. But 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 with sports was that the big bond between you and your dad? Oh, for sure. Yeah, you know, it was always basketball or football or you know baseball. We did a lot of camping growing up, and then like I said, once my mom died, you know, we kind of started shooting bows, and he shot bows, and that was kind of what we did. Was your dad pretty good as well? Not at all. No? No, not so, at all. So you didn't inherit your archer skills from your father? I, I did not. I, I inherited my arrow finding skills from him. Oh, looking did. for all of his arrows, yes. <laughs> so so why, do you, why, do you, why do you think you uh, were a natural at it and, and, and he wasn't? <laughs> I mean, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of physical attributes that go with it, too. Yeah. I know now, just for me, from Dayton to five years ago, just age catches up quick, you know. Obviously, I think it's a young, young, a young person sport. Well, and why is that? Just the physicality of it. Uh, or, I think um, the the physicality of it, eyesight is a big thing. Uh, I I don't shoot nearly what I did yeah. even five years ago. Oh, really? No kidding. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the difference is that noticeable. Uh, it's all incremental, I'm sure. But but like we wouldn't notice it, notice it as much as you. But 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 it is a huge difference. Correct. Yeah. Like I stopped shooting for a while because of softball and coaching and stuff. And then when COVID hit, that kind of got me back. I had free time and started shooting again. And I actually was shooting pretty good back in 2020 uh, and shot some pretty good scores. And then. Uh, you know, just from 2020 to 2021, when you when when you stop putting the time in, the results don't come, and it's tough. You know, with a wife and a kid and kids and uh, you know coaching and stuff, it's hard to put the time in to be able to compete at the, the level I once did. So, growing up in Williamsport, uh, who were your sports teams? Are you you're sort of in no man's <laughs> land there a little bit, right? Were you were, were you a New York fan? Were you a Philly fan? Were you uh, uh who were what teams did you cheer for? So with basketball, uh, Jeff Lebo actually graduated from Carlisle High School, and my dad was good friends with his dad. They coached together, and then Jeff went to North Carolina, so I'm a big Tar Heel fan. Okay. Uh, and that makes then sense. Everybody, uh, everybody up there is big Penn State and Pittsburgh and Philly, and I was kind of – I wanted to be a, a, away from that, so – I grew up a, a, a Brave fan because you could always see them on TBS. So it was easy. It was easy Absolutely. to get behind them. Them and the Cubs on WGN, right? And then uh, I actually was a Dolphins fan because of Marino, the Pitt Penn State rivalry. I started rooting for Marino at Pitt and then followed him to Miami. 
and now that I live down here, I'm a you know Nats, Caps, and and Redskins fan. Right. Okay. So you're a bit all over the map, but your but 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 your but your connections make sense. I mean, there, there's a reason for all your, your your sports interests. Yes. Were you and your dad were, were did he share the same uh, rooting interests as you, or were you guys button heads all the time? He, or, he's um... he's a diehard Penn State fan. Okay. And, uh, He's a, a big time giant fan. The giant, I figured, yeah, like that upper, that northeastern PA, that New, the New York teams pull him in. Yeah, so. he's a big, big time giant fan. Uh, y- Yankees fan? No, um, cause, no, because the Yankees had a minor league team up there, right? No, I, I don't. I don't know who his. Uh, he might be. I don't, he's not a. I don't know who his baseball team is. Right. That kind of sounds weird now that I think about and I say that out loud. But, yeah, I'm right. kind of embarrassed. I don't know who his favorite baseball team is. <laughs> well, well, baseball wasn't the sport that you guys obviously uh, uh, talked about the most. Right. Um, have you thought about coaching archery? I mean, have you thought about being an instructor there? I actually was. When I was in college uh, in the summertime, I had a job for the U.S. Archery Association going around and teaching uh, local uh, youth groups and uh, – summer camps and stuff like that, teaching those instructors how to teach the sport. Uh, and that was fun. Uh, in Tuscarora, there's Jerry Shuck and uh, Mel Specht and a bunch of Rick Lushball and those guys up there do a great job. There's a youth program up at Tuscarora, uh, and they do a great job at that. And I try and help out whenever I can, but it's, it's so busy right. with softball. Have your daughters, do, do, do they shoot or have they expressed an interest in shooting? Caroline, my oldest, has. Uh, She's actually gone hunting with me. Uh, she shot her first buck last year, but with that was with a gun. Has she, she inherited her father's uh, skills? N- yeah. No, not quite. Uh, she doesn't. She doesn't put the time in. And, okay, and, but if, but if, I mean, she's playing sports and playing with her, hanging out with her friends, and she's like, I mean, she's a normal high school girl, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, there, there's not a like girls don't look at archers. Girls don't look to do archery for the most part. So right, yeah, right. Uh, it's, it's not the it's not the sexy sport. Uh, Correct. You, but your but your youngest daughter, um, she she hasn't shown an interest yet. Or? No, she she she's she's got her hunter safety certification, but she is not. Uh, she doesn't have any interest in shooting the bow at this point. So. But, but, but she plays softball, though. She, oh, so, yeah, she yeah. does play softball, yeah. Are, are, are there parallels that can be drawn between archery and softball? Just discipline, I think, and work, work ethic. Uh, I know I, I try and instill in them the, the time and the energy that I spent growing up in high school and in college practicing and trying to shoot and get better and work at the craft of archery. And I wish I'd see a little bit more out of them you know, with that in softball, right. but you know, they do work hard. Uh, and I imagine I know they're going to the batting cages a lot and stuff like batting that. Batting cages, so, yeah. pitching lessons, catching lessons. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, do they, do they aspire to play, uh, in college? Yeah. Caroline, uh, back in January just committed to Lebanon Valley. Oh, so she did. Yep, awesome. she'll, she'll be yeah. up there. So, uh, look forward to seeing that. And Caitlin with her just coming into high school next year, you know, that whole kind of search is just beginning, but yeah, she does want to play in college as well. Right. How how do you look at your journey? Did you ever think you'd wind up uh, in the position you are here? (laughs) I I didn't. Uh, The plan was Paul, Paul coached with me back with the heartbreakers. And then when he took over TJ, you know, he made, he called me and he said, you want to do it? And I said, I don't know. And he talked me into it, and the plan was to go over there and, and help him until Caroline, you know, got into high school and then stop and just be a dad. And next thing you know, the spot at Walkersville opens up, so here we are. Right. Uh, yeah, sort of how did that opportunity open up for you? Erin uh, Warrenfels. Yeah. She, she uh, Newman Warrenfels, I'm not sure what the new, uh, I don't know, I'm sorry. Can you cut, you cut this? 
Yeah, we, we, we can, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, she, I don't think Aaron will be that offended. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> she uh, she ended up having a baby and uh, wanted to take a step back. So, yeah. you know, the spot opened up, and hopefully I can hold it down for a little bit, and maybe by the time I'm done, she'll, you know, if she's still at Walkersville, she'll look to take it back over. Right. Well, well I mean, Walkersville has this great softball program. Did, did you feel pressure stepping into Aaron Aaron's shoes and just just the legacy of, of of that of that job because the expectations are high at Walkersville for softball? Absolutely. I mean, you look at somebody like Alexi Windsor or Lindsey Windsor. Well, Lexi went to Lebanon Valley, and Lindsey's yeah. now, you know, pitching the the, the go to pitcher at uh, Salisbury, the number one ranked D three school in the country, and Kate Donahue's up at. Uh, East Stroudsburg, uh, you know, catching and commit, uh, competing up there. Uh, so yeah, you know, there was some, definitely some big shoes to fill and, uh, you know, unfortunately the first year with COVID, you know, we got shut down quick, but, uh, you know, I, I, I knew we had some players coming in and they've done a really good job in kind of buying into the philosophy and what we're trying to do. And, you know, hopefully we can keep it rolling. Well, what was the run like last year to the, to the final four? Uh, it, honestly, it flew by. It was crazy. You know, you, you, we come out and we played Poolsville first. And, uh, you know, that, that was a, you know, got through that game. And, you know, obviously you're, you know, you're looking Middletown's next. And, you know, we beat them twice in the regular season. Had a big come from behind overtime win or extra inning win up in uh, Middletown. And, uh, you know, knew they were going to be tough. They've got a lot of good players up there and, uh, you know, managed to get through that game. And then the next, the the state quarterfinals was against Gwen Park, and I don't think that's a big softball area down there. So that that was a pretty good win. And then you know you head down into Calvert and play them uh, in that state semifinal game, and they they had our number from the first pitch. Uh, they're a heck of a team, and they only lost one one player too. So oh no, they're, okay. they're, they're going to be back this year. So yeah, because I was going to ask your expectations for this group. I I, I imagine you you want to you want to be knocking on the door again. Yeah, hopefully uh, if we run into them, it's at Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to be on the you want you want to be on the other side of the the draw. Just what, what's this group like personality wise? Just 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 how fun is it for you to coach them? Uh, they're they're a lot of fun. It, I you know we we try and be serious you know, and get, get the job done, but we have a lot of fun. They clown around a lot. I clown around a lot. So, uh, it, they're, they're fun. They're a fun group to be around for sure. Okay. And you expect to make another deep run, whether, whether you see Calvert in the semis or, or, or wherever. Well, I mean, that, that's going to be up to them. Unfortunately, you know, I mean, I think our time is, is over, you know, we got these three weeks to prepare them and, and, and now it's their time to go out there and play. So, I'd love nothing more to be back there this year. That's for sure. Well, when you play a regular season schedule in Frederick County, that, that's pretty good preparation, is it not? I mean, you're playing uh, Ur- Urbana, I imagine. You're playing Ligonor. You're playing uh, Catoctin. I mean, the Frederick County softball scene is pretty, pretty, pretty legit. I would say. Yeah, I mean, you figure between Taylor Smith up at Catoctin and Avery Newman at uh, uh, Tuscarora, there's you know two Division One pitchers. Grace, we just fished, f- faced the Division One pitcher. She's committed to Mercer. Uh, Delaney Reefs, Division Division One catcher. She pitches for Urbana, but you know she's an all-around athlete and does a great job in the circle for them. Uh, you know, you got Cam uh, McKay at Ligonor. They won the state championship last year in, in 3A. And you, and you guys have Ligonor this week, right? Well, we have. We were actually moved. We were supposed to play Ligonor Friday, and we moved that up to tomorrow. Hopefully, get it in before the weather comes into town. Uh, you know, and then Boonesboro twice. They're going to be tough. I mean, there there's very few. Uh, 
you know breaks in the schedule. That's for sure. But but you like that though because because you, your team oh. your team's pre- prepared for the playoffs. Absolutely, it's much more fun for the girls to go out there and compete. And I'd I'd much prefer rather to have to coach in a game than just to come out and you know jump all over somebody. That you know that's fun, but it that's not something you want to do, and you don't get better doing that. Did you beat TJ today? Because you know all of Paul's uh, Paul's secrets and stuff like that. Or no, I think uh, I think the girls came out and we were able to manufacture a couple runs. We didn't have any really big innings. Uh, I was actually looking for us to kind of try and end it early once I saw, you know, how the game was kind of transpiring and they did a great job of shutting us down and keeping us to a few runs, a a few runs an inning. But, uh, fortunately the defense, Caroline pitched great and the defense played great behind her. So was it, was it, was it awkward for you at all looking over and seeing Paul in the, in in the opposite dugout? Oh, not, not at all. We clowned around the whole time and we're jawing at each other and, uh, (laughs) we have a real good relationship and, you know, the, the girls on that team, I've known them since they were you know, 9, 10, 11 years old as well. So Right. Yeah, I mean, the influence of the Heartbreakers. I mean, we, we talk about how great the, the Frederick County softball scene is, but the Heartbreakers are the, are the common denominator for, for, for a lot of these teams. Oh, absolutely. The You know, Terry Burdett, what he's done for that organization, now he stepped aside and you got Wayne Persinger and, uh, and Earl – Edwards over there, and you yeah, know, they they were at nationals, I believe, last year. Yeah, I think or, they yeah. placed sixth at uh, right. ASA Gold Nationals, and I think they they in the, the this past fall, I think they only lost a game or two. Right, uh, just absolutely phenomenal product they put on the field there. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and their kids go to all these various high schools and and, and raise the level of of, of softball uh, in, in the county for sure. So, uh, what, what's your prognosis, sir? Uh, how long are we going to be on the the, the scooter there? Uh, I got a date with the doctor on Friday, and hopefully. Uh, uh, hopefully not too much longer. I was on it a lot more than I wanted to be today. Uh, and, so, and can you shoot uh, uh, on a bum <laughs> wheel like that? Or I, I, I have not even tried. No, I'm I'm kind of done. Once I only really shoot uh, in the winter. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Every now and then in the summer, but it's so hard to stay. I was gonna say, is it, is it hard to keep the skills sharp when when you're, when you're shooting infrequently? Oh, absolutely, and it's tough with with softball and the commitment that we have there. Like I said, it's either going to pitching lessons, catching lessons, team practice, you know, tournaments. Uh, you know, our high school stuff going on. So it, it's it's tough to get time behind the string. Man, I imagine those wheels, we were talking about it earlier, they don't roll real well on the outfield grass and stuff like that. No, or? we had to, we had to definitely get the upgraded version with the uh, 12-inch <laughs> inflatable <laughs> wheels so we could uh, – Right, move, 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 move through the grass. Has this thing just been a total pain in the butt? Or, it, um... it, it has been. And at the end of the day, it's better than crutches. I'm able to be here with the girls – and, uh, you know, they've been great. I was dragging the field one day. It's like the third or fourth day I had it, and I come back, and they put a little bell on it. So now I've got a little chime and bell. Yeah, and they, you're like a delivery per- yeah. person now. So there it is. They uh, they thought they were being funny, and now I just annoy them with it. So <laughs> I kind of pay them back. Yeah, you could pay them back. If, if, if they're getting on your nerves, exactly. stuff, you, you, you could turn it right around. So. Well, thanks for coming in, sir. Uh, you, you move around very well on that. Ple- pleasure talking to you, and, and great to hear about your uh, your, your background, too. Uh, uh, very interesting, and uh, we wish you a lot of luck this season. Thanks. So. I appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we see you out of the field. Yeah, we will, uh, uh, for sure. That's Randy Hinkleman, uh, the varsity softball coach at Walkersville High School. Uh, team is 1-0, and uh, heading into a big game with Ligonor uh, later this week. So we thank him for coming in. Uh, thanks to Graham Cullen for producing the podcast each and every week, as always. And my thanks to John Cannon and Alexander Dacey, my colleagues here at the Frederick News Post, talking a little spring sports action. Happy that the weather's getting warmer uh, and we have spring sports underway. So that will do it uh, for us this week here on The Final Score. But, but check back next week. We'll have another great episode for you. And until then, have a great week, everyone.